we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Hold on. Let's check our listing lunch sound effect. Perfect. There it is. I missed you, baby. That's that, uh, a little sloppy. I just went and recorded myself in the back room. Uh-huh. Yikes. Just chewing down a couple strawberries. How's in it? A couple M&M's in there. Yeah. You know what? Strawberry and M&M combined, probably not bad at all. I, I like just, where your taste buds are at. And that's what it sounds like. It's a that's actually sound not a bad palette. combo. Yeah, it's not a bad combo. I think, like think yeah. Uh, what I like is they sell it at Publix or Walmart, uh, the little chocolate discs that you can heat up. It comes in a little plastic bowl, and then you make chocolate-covered strawberries. Oh, you dip yeah. the strawberries in, and then you just put them in the fridge. It's perfect, man. Just delectable stuff. Good move. Yeah. It's a good move right it's there. that good. That good. Uh, we've been asking we've been asking where Spo sits. Top what coach in South Florida history? Andrew Message is in. He's top two. I love me some Riley, but Spo has surpassed him as a coach in Miami, in my opinion. I'm assuming Andrew is putting Don Shula number one. Can you make a case for Don Shula not to be number one? Can you make a case for Don Shula not to be the number one coach I mean, in South Florida? I think ba- based off of the Dolphins not having done what Don did, no, you cannot. But Stone, I thought you did. Well, if I want to go with the default answer and say yes, everybody okay, yeah. under the age of 25. Yeah, see, Stone doesn't feel comfortable ever speaking on anything sports-wise before, when were you born to 1999? 1998. Uh, oh, not a big Fran Tarkenton kind of guy. He, he, Johnny I, I, like, I like Fran's ability to run the football. I think ah. he was way ahead of his time. So you think he's more of a receiver or running back, not really quarterback. He's not quarterbacky enough. <laughs> um, but I, but I, 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 the only recollection I have of Don Shula is an NFL Films documentary. Yeah. Or any 30 for 30 that's just spoken about him. So, that's no. Yeah. I mean, we could do the thing where we say, what if Don Shula was a coach today? He, they'd probably suck. <sighs> I mean, that's where I was going. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, obviously. I mean, I'm glad Stone coaches, said it. Most of the coaches me, from back then, are, if they had their same philosophies and same perspective, then, yeah, they would suck in this era. The one saving grace I would say is that Don Shula won in the 70s, and then he adjusted to an air raid NFL, new age, 80s, 90s with Dan Marino. Oh, no. I think Dan Marino did that himself, though, with his ability. But you've got to be able to organize your offense to where you're maximizing that. And Don Shula, even late stages of his career, I'm not saying he'd be able to come today and he's suddenly running RPO. <laughs> but I think he'd maybe better than most be able to acclimate. But you're probably right, Stoney. Probably suck. Uh, real quick, Theo, you want to tell us about the virtues of Duffy's Sports Grill? Oh man, does it come with a hundred and fifty dollar gift card? No, that's no. only for the person who finds me talking about uh, Justin Fields to the Dolphins. Okay, okay. This is how I sound when I go into a Duffy Sports Grill. We're about to get into listening lunch. This is this is what you can kind of hear from me when I'm chowing down on some award-winning burgers, award-winning wings. How, how about we talk about the garlic parmesan, golden barbecue, and Caribbean jerk? Those are the new sauces for some of those award-winning wings, and they go so well with two-for-one drinks all day, any day. Hey, Stone, uh, I know you have Peacock. Ken, do you have Peacock? No, proudly not. Okay, so 
If you want to watch the Dolphins game this weekend, I know one place that's going to have it in all 32 locations in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Would that be Duffy Sports Grill where Duff- I can get a two-for-one while I watch? Duffy Sports Grill, baby. Yeah. It'll have Dolphins Chiefs. You uh, and, and while the Chiefs are pounding out the Dolphins, or we, we don't know what's going to happen. Ooh. Also, Beating them in football. On, That's what it means. It's, right. You pound the rock, you beat teams. Yeah. Oh, while the, yeah. While the Chiefs are doing that, you can enjoy yourself some two-for-one drinks, as I will be doing. Duffy Sports Grill. You go online, Duffy'sMVP.com. You can get yourself a Duffy's MVP card. And then, once you're an MVP, you'll be rocking just like me. Duffy's, our game is always on. Uh, Tom says that Eric Spolster, number six in my South Florida coaching top 10. Pat Riley at number one for Tom, followed by Don Shula, Howard Stellenberger, Jimmy Leland, or as Stone says, Leland. Leland, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, Spo, Jack McKeon, Larry Coker, Dennis Erickson, and then Frazier, the uh, former Canes baseball coach. Nice. I mean, you can't forget Frazier. You know, before we just hurdle over the dolphin stuff, just initial thoughts on Tua Tungvaloa being six and thirteen and temperatures under seventy degrees and zero and four under forty degrees, with a fifty-seven percent passer rating. The Dolphins are zero and ten in temperatures below forty degrees, the longest streak in the NFL. And Patrick Mahomes on the other side is ten and one in temperatures forty degrees and under, with a ninety-four percent passer rating. Initial thoughts? My thoughts: that Patrick Mahomes plays on a lot more cold weather games than Tua does. He has a lot larger sample size. I don't know what you're trying ten to do and there. One. Yeah, ten and one. Then and I'll just two is four. Four. Oh and four. Oh and four. All right. So ten and one would be better than zero oh and four, even if Pat stopped at four. I'll just rephrase the question: Are you scared for their matchup against the Chiefs this week? Have you heard me talk about this game at all this week? Like, have you guys been listening at all this week to me talk about how little confidence I have? Theo's trying to drag me yes. uh, into a situation that I don't want to be in. Let's do a wager because yeah. we're sports talk radio, and it's what we do. Right. We'll wear silly little jerseys, Didn't or we'll eat that. some peppers, and we'll pay oh, yeah. our punishments. <laughs> That's never been done before never, in sports talk like radio that. in this medium. Theo's trying to drag me into that, and I keep saying no. I don't want to do it because I don't feel confident. I don't feel confident in the Dolphins. So no, that does not damage my confidence in the Dolphins because I have very little confidence as it stands. Fake fan. Fake fan Not for a sure. fake fan. Are you going to show up on Sunday for the game? It's living in the real world. Huh? Huh? You're going to show up on Sunday with a tour jersey for the game? Uh, the game's on Saturday. Exactly. Fake fan. Just like the Rangers guy. He fell for it, so He, he didn't fall for I it. I actually don't think that that's I know, good. but that's what I was saying. You said fake fan. No, no, it's fine. It's How's fine. that not good? It was, I, like, I feel like it was a little bit of a stretch, what you tried to do there. Yeah, it's I not mean, a stretch. He said fake fan. The last time we were talking about fake fans was 30 minutes ago yeah. with the Rangers. How about you look Patrick Mahomes in the face and tell him that you're not afraid of him? How about you do the right thing as a fan? Every Dolphins fan's out there is looking, no, so, no. looking somewhere for confidence. You know, How can I feel good about myself? And I'll, what you're doing right now is embarrassing. I'll look him in the face. Very serious. Do it to Theo. And hope he doesn't talk. Do it to Theo right now. I'm going to own your team. Because then I'd start laughing. And then what does Tua sound Bro. like? Tua doesn't sound like Kermit. I just... Uh, Tua doesn't sound like Hermit. That's not nice. Kermit. Kermit the Frog. What is going on here? That, I know that guy from college. All right, we're, we're sitting here in the Square Studios. This would have never happened at Phillips What is Point. happening right now? That, that dude... There's a well-dressed, dapper-looking black man out here. Yes. And I look over, and Theo has a call me yeah, sign going up. Me. I'm like, what the that hell dude, is he doing? That dude's name is John Collier. He beat me in the in the Mr. Pirate Hampton University uh, pageant back in 2013 or 2014, did, my senior year. Did he fail his SATs as well? He didn't fail his did SATs. He calculator? He's a very wise guy. Um, and he beat me. He was the number one. He he won Mr. Pirate, and I was the runner-up. 
All and, I know and, is that uh, there was I a good-looking black man out there, and Theo's making eye contact with him and telling him, call me. That's I all I saw. That was a little bit weird. That's all I, I saw, too. I haven't seen that dude since we walked off the stage. Likely story that someone from college you just ran into while you were on the air. Likely what is he, story, What Theo. is he doing? We went to college I don't blame you. He's a good-looking dude, man. Just tell us. There's literally nothing wrong we're with that. We're all friends here. When I tell him to call me, how would he call me if he doesn't have my number already? That was crazy. Right before the wedding? I haven't seen the dude in like a decade. I know. I know this guy getting reckless. <laughs> right before the wedding? Imagine me. New year, new you? What the hell is he doing here? And he's just walking around. That was weird. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, what were we talking about? The homes tour? Sorry yeah, about that, matter. guys. It doesn't matter. We weren't even talking get, about here. that. I just knew Ken was trying to skip past it as fast no, as let me he give could. You, I'll give you a concession with the old <laughs> wager thing, because apparently I'm a fake fan, because I don't have confidence the Dolphins with six players on their roster remaining uh, that haven't suffered compound fractures or torn ligaments. Uh, I, God forbid I have little confidence they can go into what right now is forecast to be the third coldest game in the history of the National Football League. But you know what? Fake fan, fake fan, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm also not going to be called a fake fan by Stone, who doesn't have a team that he roots for. He He's a an annoying Gen Z fan, and he roots for athletes. That's so annoying. All right, here's what I'll do. In the spirit of the Peacock app, this game exclusively on Peacock. I know where this is going. The, the, the loser, the team who loses, the fan of that team, Theo, Chiefs, me, Dolphins, we have to dress up as a Peacock next week in a Peacock costume. You- because I, 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 wow. I'll be damned if I'm going to do the sports talk radio thing. Ooh, Ken has to wear a Chiefs jersey. Or Ken, here's a ghost pepper. Stick it in your eyeball. I'm not doing that stuff. I'm um, not doing that. But I will but put I will. Uh, a peacock costume on the line. But don't you think that's us promoting a streaming platform that is in direct competition with our own people? No, we're making fun of the streaming app. Who competition with our own people? How are they in competition with us? I'm not in competition with Peac- the Peacock app. I am. How ESPN you- West Palm Play. Subscribe on YouTube, baby. Um, ESPN West Palm on YouTube. You know, we got all the latest out here, Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. That's the only app you need to be on is the YouTube app. <clears throat> and then you subscribe to ESPN West Palm. Okay. Yeah, you're right. But no, until we have live games, like, it's not competition. I've been, I put in a bid. Here's for- ESPN West Palm. <laughs> ESPN West Palm play. The competition is stop waiting uh, up until uh, 11.45 at night yeah. on your local news to Don't watch sports. That's for the birds. That sucks. Don't waste your time. There's nothing good about Oh, cool. I get to see a two and a half minute sports report at 11.45. Boy, that was worth it. Uh-uh. Forget it. Turn the TV off and just go to ESPN West Palm play. Yes. Subscribe to it on YouTube and it's right there. Same local stories uh, with Theo Dorsey Flair yes. right at your fingertips. Yeah, Don't go broke. How, go how much does it Huh? How much it costs to get ESPN West Palm? Play? Oh, that's I'm a curious. big old F free. That's right. F R E E. That's right. Tap in. Uh, so, are you good with the peacock? Yeah, peacock costume. I just don't good. know how the hell we're going to find a peacock. Mm-hmm. I'll make sure it doesn't have to happen next week. It's got to happen today. Eventually. I- eventually, but we'll get a. We'll try and do it next week. Peacock costume. Your daughters can make it. Nice. Hey, Daddy's dressing as a peacock for work on Monday. I'm sure they have a peacock headband and something. We're, I can, we're exactly. assuming, we keep assuming Ken's going to yeah. lose. That, that right, That's making right. me feel less confident, actually. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Do you hear that, Stone? It's the Tom Brady siren. The Tom. What? What is this? The Tom Brady siren's going off. Wait. Tom Brady? Tom Brady used one of our Lamar Jackson videos Whoa. from when he was in high school and put it out on his own. So, oh, my God. Tom Brady! Tom no. Brady used ESPN West Pump. Oh my God! Wow. Tom Brady! The Let's Go Pod. That's what he calls it, right? 
Let's go pod. Let's go. The let's go pod. Tom Brady had Boynton Beach's Lamar Jackson on his show, and he took ESPN West Palm's exclusive footage of Lamar Jackson in a a, a, a jamboree game, putting the brakes on against Village Academy for a touchdown and sauntering into the end zone. Tom Brady has used ESPN West Palm content. I can't remember the last time we had to break out the Tom Brady siren. My God, I forgot how powerful that was. Yeah. Um, here, here's, here's my thing, though, about this. It's exciting that Tom Brady is using ESPN West Palm video. It's really exciting. We appreciate that, and that's going to get a lot, of, a lot of eyeballs. Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, ESPN West Palm content on the Let's Go pod. But he doesn't credit ESPN West Palm at all. You don't see an ESPN West Palm logo. You don't see an ESPN 106.3 logo. What they did is they magnified the clip put it on Instagram, and you'd have no idea that's an ESPN 106.3 clip. Like, awesome, awesome that we have that clip on the Let's Go pod and Tom Brady's people or Tom Brady himself used it, but we we aren't credited. Nothing's tagged there. He stole our content. Tom Brady is a thief. Thanks for using the content, Tom, but Tom has a thing or two to learn, future media star, about giving proper credit when it comes to content. Tom Brady stole from ESPN West Palm, and I'm tired of it, and I'm angry about it. I say we get him. Like, that's nonsense. You're Tom Brady. Surely you can just ask permission or tag ESPN West Palm, right? So love. It shouldn't be that difficult. And we get all giddy around here. We're all excited. We had an email sent out. Tom Brady used our Lamar Jackson clip from when he was in high school at Boynton Beach. By the way, I was with Lamar Jackson that afternoon before that game against Village Academy doing a story about him Mm. uh, in the coach's office at Boynton Beach. And he's like, I'm mad because Village Academy keeps talking. And then he did that that night. That's pretty sick, right? Like, that's good insight. Maybe Tom Brady wants to talk to me about my recollections of Lamar Jackson because I promise I was there a lot closer than he was, okay? And I'd also inform what the piece of content was and where it was from, ESPN West Palm. So it's good. We're a happy we're a buzz here at ESPN West Palm, ESPN 106.3. Tom Brady would use our Lamar Jackson content, but he flat out stole it, and it sucks. Come on. Leave it to none other than Tom Brady to violate our intellectual property. Leave I mean, how, how, is that, how is that even possible? Leave it to that, man. You're exactly right, Stone. Do we at least want to hear it? Just to give it some free pub, some hear. better context. Yeah, sure. Let's 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 do that. But keep in mind, they show a highlight while Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson are talking about the high school highlight. They're discussing that was the first time Tom Brady saw Lamar Jackson, where he had that ridiculous cutback and he sauntered in the end zone against Village Academy in a jamboree game. And ESPN West Palm was on the scene to capture the exclusive content of that touchdown. I know you've seen it. If you've seen any Lamar Jackson highlights, boy, they're having a good chuckle about Tom Brady seeing Lamar Jackson for the first time. So we'll listen to it from the Let's Go pod. But understand this highlight that is within this. You can't see it, but know that it's stolen by Tom Brady and he didn't credit ESPN 106.3. First time I ever really noticed you was that high school highlight where you put the brakes on the guy and he went flying by. And uh, you know, not that right I've here. ever had that experience in my entire life. I don't even know what that feels like, but now you're doing that at the highest level. You know, you're the reason why people watch the NFL because guys like you and just had an amazing career. So thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. It means a lot from you. <laughs> so just know Tom Brady stole from us. Also, it's kind of weird. You know, like, Lamar Jackson feels like he's Tom Brady's favorite quarterback right now. I don't blame him. And if if Lamar Jackson's quarterbacky enough for Tom Brady, then who the hell is that lady from Fox Sports? 
Who is she? I don't know. I, I don't know. It would have been a good moment to use the gavel. <laughs> sound oh, we don't we have had. that anymore. Well, though. now it's chewing. Do the chewing sound. Yeah. yeah. Why, why did you need the gavel? Just to just lay, down, lay the, the law yeah. down. Oh, that's true. That's true. All right. Uh, nice. So, again, I'm glad Tom Brady used our stuff. Okay? And it's cool because we at ESPN 106.3 know that we shot that footage yeah. of Lamar Jackson. But nobody else does. Outside of these walls, these ESPN West Palm walls, how many people do you think know that? Very few. It's a good question. I mean, Not good enough. point. Not Very enough. few. And Tom Brady stealing our intellectual property for his benefit. That's what triggered the Tom Brady siren. I think that that's Bush League. Yeah. Tom Brady is Bush League. And before this man jumps on Fox next year and take Greg, it takes Greg Olson's job, he has a lot to learn about how modern-day media works. Hey. So, Tom, consider yourself scolded. Thanks for using the clip. And next time, be better. Bush League. Bush League. Come on, Tom. Let's go. Follow your own words, Tom. LFG. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go credit somebody. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> credit ESPN West Palm. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Theo. Thank you. Uh, when we come back here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone, it is time for you to sit down, tuck the napkin in your shirt, grab your utensils, and dine. Have yourself a big old lunch, so much so that you might not be hungry for dinner. It is time for the listening lunch. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanna with Tom Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Let's go feet. Let's go feet. Mark messages in, boy, you guys suck today. Ooh. Well, Mark, are you serious, Mark? Uh, Not nice. To each their own. But also, if he choked a little bit on potato chip, be all right with it. Yeah. Uh, Max messages in. No, I want to address Mark. Oh, okay. He knows where the new studio's at. <laughs> oh, why do you always I challenge people to fight? <laughs> Listen, what? Mark. What the hell is wrong with this Right dude? on Rosemary Avenue. It's hard to miss us. Oh, my God. I'll meet you at the front door. And if it, you want to throw yeah. a couple blows back and forth, maybe I throw the first one. I'm right oh. here. I'm here for it all, Stop. Mark. Stop trying to fight all of our fans. I'm not. Uh, by the way, it, it, it it's not hard to miss us other than the fact we have a little <laughs> eight by eight paper sign. I mean, what the hell that identifies that? us here yeah. on the street? Well, there uh, used to be balloons getting, around it. We're getting that um, we're getting that modernized, right? Oh, it's just literally a piece of paper hanging from the overhang, uh, like a ten by ten sheet that says ESPN we, West Palm. Like Stephen Ross owns this building. Yeah. Steve, come on, man. We gotta take that down. Come on, man. That looks weak. We're still waiting for the celebratory tin of candy to celebrate Michigan's national championship. Stephen Ross is our landlord, the Dolphins uh, owner. That's why we keep bringing him up. Yeah. Give us a tin of celebratory candy and fix our sign. I just want to punch Mark in the face. Uh, Max messages. Hey, Ken, Tua's future with Miami may be on the line Saturday. If he proves once again that he can't compete with adversity, it may be time to move off and try to find the right guy. Okay. Thank yeah. you, Max. But also, that ain't happening next year because there's not going to be anyone better the Dolphins can get than Tua. Tua is going to have that fifth-year option picked up. Michael okay? Penix. Yeah, yeah. But how are they going to? How are they going to draft Michael Penix? I don't know. Figure it out. 
you get that guy in the door, all right? You guys are already used to playing with a left-handed quarterback. How about a 6-2-1 that can hurl the ball 70 yards in the air? Move I, around a little bit, improvise. I just I have a feeling the Dolphins aren't going to be in the position to get yeah, Michael Penix. There's Penners. no way. I mean, you're right. There's no way. Yeah. I, I, I think that that would be something to think about, but there's not going to be anybody on the free market better than Tua yeah. picking up that fifth-year option. I can see him slipping maybe because of the injury concerns and because of the happy feet that people talk about he has when you get pressure on him, and there's other guys that are available that might jump him. But no, you're right. You're not getting Michael. Uh, you are putting yourself in a position to work in the sports industry with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Number one in the state of Florida. Number one in the United States of America. The top postgraduate sport management degree program in the entire United States of America. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU. .edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA sport management program. Again, FAU.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA sport management program. Sign up now. Classes online or on campus in Boca, summer semester, fall semester, FAU.edu slash MBA sport. Mm-hmm. Time now to sit down, put your order in, start with a the water, then maybe you can advance to something else later in the day. If you're going, not going back to work, might as well grab yourself a beer. Time for a listening lunch here on Lavica, Theo, and Stone. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Stephen A. Smith. First take this morning, Stephen A. Smith on where he would put C.J. Stroud, Texans quarterback in the pantheon of NFL QBs. Here's Stephen A. Saturday. Look at this dude's talent. He doesn't have the resume because he just got started. I'm saying to y'all, when Dan Marino came onto the scene, everybody said, uh-oh, that dude is something special. That is what I am doing here today with C.J. Stroud. I'm saying, yo, that dude right there, if I had to sit here today and take quarterbacks, the only ones I'm definitively taking ahead of him is Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Anybody else, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, time out. Stephen A. Smith, C.J. Stroud, according to that, is the third best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Number three in the league. It goes to what we were talking about a couple of days ago, Theo, about C.J. Stroud. I believe so much in that guy. I don't necessarily completely disagree with Stephen A. Smith. Maybe not. Uh, it, what did we say? So we had Mahomes ahead of him. Mahomes and Jackson. Yeah. We had ahead of Mahomes, him. Jackson. But I think there was there a discussion was about and, Burrow, but maybe not. I would. Yeah. I fought back against Burrow, but I think Stone liked Burrow over. Burrow is easily ahead of CJ Stroud. I mean, what so, are we doing? So, no, no. Here's the question. I think we're, we're it's two different things we're talking about here. Who would you want? going forward versus who is better today? Joe Burrow. Well, no. Today, right now, C.J. Stroud's better because Joe Burrow can't play football. So both ways, I would take C.J. Stroud. And Joe Burrow's had injury concerns since he came into the NFL. Give me Jalen Hurts. Give me no. Matthew Stafford. Jalen Hurts over C.J. Stroud from a pure quarterbacking standpoint? Are you no serious? way. Put Jalen Hurts on the Texans and see what happens. 
You're talking about the guy who took his team in the NFC to the Super Bowl? You were talking about the guy, the same guy, Jalen Hurts? Yeah. That guy? Yeah. yeah okay. Dallas got it. A.J. Brown, Devontae she, Smith. Did Jalen Hurts take the Eagles to the Super Bowl? You're a quarterback they got there of the as a team. Squad. You touched the ball every they single snap. They would not have got there without Jalen Hurts. You're right. No. They wouldn't have got there without him. I'm just saying, like, look at what C.J. Stroud is doing with a team that was just a three-win team a year ago. There's a reason why the Texans had the first and th- or the second and third picks in the draft. And the only reason you're confident in this argument, not you guys and spe- specifically maybe Stephen A. Smith, but because we don't actually have to see it. You can right. say it all you want, but Josh Allen, you're not going to battle with somebody or C.J. Stroud first over Josh Allen. You're not doing that. You're but right. You but can't going, say it. Going forward, I'm just saying like I what C.J. Stroud proved us in his rookie season with the Texans and now he's in the playoffs. And guess what? He's not done proving it because he could still show us even more this weekend that he is definitively better than some of those guys. C.J. Stroud is more promising and I would like to have him. I'm, I agree with Stephen A. Smith. The, the list is less than four of guys I would take going forward over C.J. Stroud, and there's real reasons why. Joe Burrow has serious injury concerns. It's not. This is second time in like four years being out for the season. Protect yourself. And when are we going to start to have the conversation the AFC South is just as bad as the NFC South? I mean, when are we going to do that? Because the Jags fell flat on their face. So you think C.J. Stroud's season is invalidated because he plays in the AFC South? I I don't necessarily think so, but I think the argument can be made. Or at least, where is that argument? Because we're giving C.J. Stroud all of his flowers when he's playing... In one of the worst divisions in football. We could go through the teams that they beat, though. They beat some good teams this year. Wait, and uh, as a rookie. This guy has admonished us Collins. for not giving Baker Mayfield the proper credit, and he's going to sit here and talk about quarterback performances in garbage divisions. Come oh, on, yeah. dude. They were both. Keep the same energy with Bakey. They're both bottom dwellers. They're one both were the playing playoffs. in basically winning in games in an NFC South, and the AFC South matchup with the Colts was a 9-7 and seven winning in spot. But we're celebrating that because he's a rookie. And he's 10 times better than Baker Mayfield. That's fine. I would take C.J. Shadow over Baker Mayfield right now if we're okay, going yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But again, I don't think that it's fair just to point out the division when you are so pro-Baker Mayfield that uh, you carry a, a Christ-like <laughs> candle around with Baker Mayfield's head on Christ's body, yeah. uh, and then you're going to sit here and diminish C.J. Stroud because of his division. Bucks money line over the Eagles this weekend. Book it. <laughs> yeah, and Book the Texans schedule was pretty weak. I just looked at it. I mean, it wasn't great, okay? Yeah. Let's, let's, I was just trying I, to see I, the out-of-division games, but and it wasn't it, even it, that It doesn't good. have to be great for him to be great. He was, he was prolific against good defense as well. The, yeah. dude is, the dude's going to be a star. Listening lunch here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Let's go from Stephen A. Smith to Paul Feinbaum. Paul Feinbaum on ESPN saying, hey, you know what? I was wrong about that head coach at Michigan. The table is set. America is waiting. Paul, Jim Harbaugh has won the national championship. What is your reaction? I say congratulations, and, and I, Greeny, I was cheering for him last night, and I can't explain it. I'm sure it's some weird thing uh, back when I was a baby or something, but <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been that wasn't that more funny. wrong about anything in my entire joke. life. Uh, I didn't think the guy would ever beat Ohio State. I said on your show a couple of years ago, uh, if, if I live to be 150 and I'm getting close, uh, but the point being, uh, this this is truly remarkable, and and. I, I, I don't want to be wrong about something, Greedy. You never want to be wrong. But if you're going to be epically wrong, uh, out of this uh, constellation, out of this universe wrong, I, I'll take it. And I think Jim Harbaugh has, has silenced all those who doubted him in the, in the early days. I'm not talking about what's happened this year. That's a whole different story. There's something hilarious about Paul Feinbaum speaking over hard rock music, by the way. Yeah. But Stone was the one yesterday, Theo, when we said that the 
the the Michigan National Championship was tarnished. Stone kept saying, see, you're aligning yourselves with guys like Paul Feinbaum. You're aligning yourselves with guys like Paul Feinbaum. You don't want to do that. You don't want to go to Feinbaum Island, I believe is what Stone said, or the Feinbaum boat is actually. It was a boat for him. You're on the Feinbaum boat. Do you want to align yourself with them? Well, it turns out. We're actually not on the Feinbaum boat, Stone, because Paul Feinbaum aligns with you giving full credit to Jim Harbaugh in that Michigan National Championship. So how does it feel to be on the whole of the Feinbaum boat? You, Stone. If my name is put anywhere near Paul Feinbaum's, I'm happy. What? I'm proud. I'm all this the above. This is such a fraud because what? yesterday he was not keeping that same energy. There is not a shinier head in the game than Paul Feinbaum's. And somebody who's man enough to admit they're wrong, something you guys can't say, fine. I'll take it. We should do a power ranking of balds in sports. Mm. Yeah. Paul Feinbaum. I mean, Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, he's probably he the, the most prolific head. bald. Yeah, like, yeah. cool. Brian uh, Dayball. Right. I don't know. I still think he's got a ways to go. Yeah, he's, he's working on it. Yeah. He's working on it. And there's a lot of power balds. LeBron James. Whoa. <laughs> Why doesn't he just embrace the, the power bald? I don't he's got know. a guess he would be a power bald. Yeah, but his hair plugs they can fool me. He does have no. some good plug work. No, no. look at the top of the dude's head. It's terrible. Every single He's come a long way. I, like it used to be really bad. Now it's those plugs have come a long way. You know who needs to just go bald is Tiger. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a great call, but he he's, he's allowed patchy. to wear hats most of the time. Oh, yeah, but man, patchy. he is patchy. When he takes those hats off, it is bad news. Yeah. It is. It is real bad news. Yeah. Listening to lunch here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. I got a kick out of this. As bad as the Dolphins' December has been, the Eagles has been worse. And I think we can all agree, you feel worse about the Eagles going into the playoffs than the Dolphins because the Eagles have less excuses, and they've been flat-out incompetent. I want you to hear... After the loss to the Giants on Sunday, the local postgame show on NBC Sports Philadelphia, Michael Barkin was was hosting it. Listen to this downtrodden, vicious soliloquy he led viewers into at the onset of the broadcast. If you thought last week was rock bottom, keep thinking. They're still falling. They have yet to hit rock bottom, as bad as this looks. You watch your Philadelphia Eagles today, losers 27-10 to the New York Giants. The pathetic New York Giants as Nick Sirianni walks off the field. By the way, there he is. Dom DeSandro back on the field. It looks like he's walking off the coach. So that's one positive for the game. Dom is back. Other than that, they stunk as they have for five of the last six weeks. Befuddled, without passion, without intensity, without extra effort, without want to. They're just going through the motions. And you watch this team, and if you recall what we said during the pregame program to a man, Barrett Brooks, Ruben Frank, Ron Jaworski, we all thought they'd take the next game, next week, in the playoffs. I do not think that now. I don't, I, uh, Ruben saying he, 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 never think, he never thought it either. Fine. He didn't think it either. But guess what? This is where it ends for the Philadelphia Eagles in the regular season. A loss to the New York Giants. A loss to Tampa Bay. Next week, it says right here, there's nothing that they're going to get fixed from this week to next. As you look at this, and there's Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia, who's dropping a man with consecutive 10-sack seasons back in coverage. And the same with Josh Sweat, who's not covering the guy he's supposed to cover when he is dropped back in coverage. They don't know what they are doing. The coaching staff doesn't, the players don't, and then when you 
Wind into that the fact that they have lost the desire to play hard. Man, that's so good. Yeah. How good is that? That's all pent up. Yeah. That's like four weeks of frustration there from from uh, Michael Barkin of NBC Sports Philadelphia. That's man. as good as it gets right there. I mean, dude needs a, a spa day, man. Dude <sighs> needs a relaxing weekend. He needs the Eagles to lose this weekend so he can enjoy life. Life's too short to be but that painful. He's already declared they're going to lose. Yeah, no, he needs that. He declared it because he needs it. The dude is suffering. Oh, that is so good. That is so good. Uh, speaking of suffering, the national nightmare is over. Listening lunch here on ESPN 1063. Aaron Rodgers' stint with Pat McAfee for the f- time being is done. We don't have to hear his conspiracy theories, his victimhood, his senseless attacks on ESPN management, and just all of the blithering dopiness that comes out of his mouth. Aaron Rodgers, his final appearance of the season yesterday on the Pat McAfee show, and he whined and he complained about being canceled. And, oh, I wasn't talking about Jimmy Kimmel being a pedophile. Why would I do something like that? Here's Aaron Rodgers on Jimmy Kimmel, his his awaited response to Jimmy Kimmel after calling him a pedophile last week. Being canceled or not accusing Jimmy? Not accusing uh, Jimmy. Let's start with Jimmy. Fast forward to... Uh Again, unprompted. We're talking on our show, as we do, about a lot of different topics. Somehow the Epstein client list comes up. That was A.J. Hawks' fault. I said it's interesting, and they were for a long time. Even still, there hasn't been a list that's been released. There's been one person's uh, you know, uh, deposition from a 2015 case, right? But we said there's an, there's an excitement to expose corruption, and what I joked about the other day about popping a bottle, there's excitement about when the corruption anywhere gets exposed and people who are accused of these heinous crimes get exposed, that will be nice that we can get this all out in the open. That's not there. So I made this comment on the show whenever that was last year, right, I believe. And then unprompted, he comes out and says that I'm an overly concussed wacko in my opinion, it seemed like because I believe that there was a list and that there were names on that, right? So, you know, then we, we fast forward to this last week, right? And I said that a lot of people, and I'm quoting myself here, a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't come out. End quote. That's what I said. That's the entire quote. Okay, I was referring to the fact that if there is a list, which again, this hasn't come out yet. This was just a deposition, right? See, and there are names on it, and that would be the second time. It was all tough last week. Soft brain, junior college. Jimmy Kimmel threatened the lawyers. Students, Mm -hmm. and now it's backtracking. Wacko. I didn't say anti-vax. I didn't say anti-Semite. Enough. He's just such a what a uh, a little loser whiny loser he is because then he would go on and proclaim that that's what that's what tv media wants to do the media they want to cancel you they want to yeah. cancel you oh aaron Rodgers, the victim dan graziano was on on sportsman like this morning with evan cohen michelle smallman chris canty and he said it better than i could ever about aaron Rodgers and what aaron Rodgers actually is here is just a little snippet of dan graziano I think Aaron's, you know, sort of living down to his reputation in a lot of ways uh, as a, as a, you know, attention hungry, you know, self-absorbed individual that, you know, you hear a lot of things about how he's been in the Jets building since he got there and they're positive, you know, 
con artists can be very convincing. <laughs> and uh, I think if he's if he's got the Jets fooled about who he is, then that's too bad for them, and eventually they'll pay the price for it. But uh, he's obviously uh, a liar and a, a, a narcissistic con artist uh, who is bad for everything he touches, and I think ultimately the Jets will pay the price. That's harsh. And he's right. That's harsh. And he's right. I, 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 he I did somebody it. a favor. Liar, narcissist. Dan Graziano just did somebody a favor. All check boxes. He went and said what somebody else wanted to say that couldn't say. I don't know if it's Disney, ESPN related. Went to bat for Jimmy, whoever it was. He just went out. So you're saying he's a spokesperson for... I'm, I'm saying he's a spokesperson. So you're buying into the Aaron Rodgers conspiracy theory. They sent out Dan Graziano, of all people, to Evan Cohen, Michelle Smallman, and Chris Canty to send a message on behalf of Disney. Not per se, but Evan's the one who asked him the question and teed him up for it. So and you're saying Evan's part of the conspiracy. I think Evan's a part of the conspiracy. All right, he joins us tomorrow at 1245. <laughs> We're going to ask Evan if he's a part of the internal Disney anti-Aaron Rodgers conspiracy theory. Dan Graziano, puppet. Oh, my God. Go ahead and well, let's save this so we can play it for Evan that, tomorrow. Please. Uh, 12.45 tomorrow, Evan Cohen, part of the anti-Aaron Rodgers conspiracy movement. I want to see what Dan Graziano's Disney. teleprompter looks like. <laughs> How much he got paid for that hit. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Oh, air conditioning. It's a necessity here in Palm Beach County, the Treasure Coast, South Florida, state of Florida, below the Mason-Dixon line. But here locally, Palm Beach County, surrounding areas. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. Been doing it since 2006. Family owned and operated. It is EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. Air quality needs, they've got it. Plumbing needs, they've got it. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. That's EDS for all of your AC needs. And get yourself a gold plan. Make sure that AC is checked down throughout the course of the year. And you're not waiting until the very end when you have an AC crisis. EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. So are you good, Theo, on the, the peacock costume? Yeah. Dolphins, Chiefs. Loser of that game. Theo, a Chiefs fan. Me, a Dolphins fan. We have to wear a peacock costume. I'm down. All right. Low risk. Because, again, I don't trust the dolphins, especially in negative 8-degree temperatures. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Theo Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.